Feeling the weather. A lot of folks doing that right now, and probably top of the list are corn people and spud people. Tis the season to harvest the corn and the potatoes, (laughs) and inevitably, those crops get rain dumped on them right about the time that it's time to get them out of the field, and it makes for kind of a pain in the butt, but that's what we get living here in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome back to the Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790, as well as the Save Family Farming Podcast. So, the corn people in Whatcom County, who are they? Well, they're the dairy farmers. Joining us right now with RTJ Farm, Ashton Bean Blossom. We talked with you back, when was that? Was that planting season last time we had you on the show, Ashton? Yeah. Yep. So you planted everything. You made At it through the beginning that. Of this, yep. You've done a whole ton of grass that you've brought in. And now that corn that you planted, it's time to chop it. So what's going on out in the field right now? Um, we're going to start another day of uh, chopping corn is what we're going to do. Um, we started on Wednesday and it's been going really well. I hope I didn't just jinx us for the day. But <laughs> uh, we always kind of hesitate to say it's going well because... It's usually right after that you're like, oh, not anymore. But, um, yeah, it can turn at any – I mean, we have so much equipment going back and forth between the field and then the barn, the stack, and then we have the stacking tractor, and then we have so many people involved, and the chopper itself is so – it's such a complex machine that everything's running so fast and all at once, and it's – there's a big chance of something something going out of place and just – breaking or something you know so so far we haven't had anything i mean we can go the whole season without anything which we hoped for and just yeah well we'll keep our fingers crossed for you but you know pretty much there's always something right 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 (laughs) it just depends on how major it is if we can keep going right like if it's something that the chopper stopped we can't keep we can't keep going without the chopper but if it's the uh, if it's the tractor on the stack, we can replace it with a different tractor, you know. So that's like just my kind of the that's like my dad during raspberry season. Like the the pickers can't the harvesters cannot stop. You, you got to right. keep the machine in the field. Right. <laughs> I heard that line so many times. Um, and Ashton, you are a herd manager there at RTJ Farm, small dairy yes. farm out west of Linden. Like a four or five hundred cow operation, if I recall correctly. And yep. so how many acres of corn does it take to feed that many cows? Um, well, we have had we've done fifty-eight acres since Wednesday, and we are gonna be doing two hundred and twenty-seven acres total. So we got a lot to go. <laughs> so we're hoping to keep the rain off. But the nice thing about corn is that um it can rain and then we can go out there and chop it pretty quickly after, or we can even chop during the rain um, a little bit. It's just when the ground gets exposed and it creates mud and then we get stuck or so like for the crop itself, the rain is like not gonna, you know, makes too much of a difference. I mean Mm -hmm. the moisture, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's way better then grass silage, because if you uh, chop down grass and you have to go pick it up, you want a good, solid 
dry days so yeah. that you can pick it up and it's not because otherwise it gets moldy and gross in the stack. But corn does pretty good. How, so. ma- how many cuttings of grass did you guys get off this year? Uh, I think we got four. Was it four or five already? We were hoping to do one more. It's kind of all a blur. Uh, we were hoping to do one more. We were hoping to do it before we started corn, but the weather wasn't looking so good. So we just decided to start taking the corn and then we're really hoping for a good week or four days in October, but it's possible, but we'll have to see. We got a ton of rain too. Um, we did the past week or two. Ever since that day that we had the huge thunderstorm, which I say was like officially summer ending, right? <laughs> and even even though the calendar didn't technically say so, but that's what I told everybody before. I'm like, here comes a storm. That's that fall starts then, and we right. <laughs> we had it all did, kinds yeah. of thunder, and then we've had a whack of rain after that, and that's why I've been wondering how corn season's been going because I don't know. I've gotten over five inches since then at my place, and I've just been wondering if people have been having to slog through the mud and getting stuck and playing that game already, which is a little bit early for that. Usually we get more nice weather in September than we've gotten. Right, right. No, we've actually done pretty well. Uh, they, the, the nice thing about corn is that it's so tall and the rain has to filter through so much corn before it actually gets to the ground. So the ground actually is pretty dry underneath. So if you keep the corn on when it rains, uh, then you're you know, probably in good shape, but if you you open it up and you do the outside rounds and then you stop and then it rains, you're going to have a big muddy mess. And that's when you have problems with getting stuck. If the ground's exposed, um, there are some naturally just wetter fields that, um, have wet spots and, but they, so far we haven't, we've done a couple of wet fields already and it's gone really well. Now, the moisture of that corn, you didn't mention that, and then you said it's not as, as fussy as, say, grass, but the moisture still is important. How do, you, how do you decide when it's time to chop that corn? Does it have to do with moisture? I know it has a lot to do with the ears. Right. So the, we uh, wait for the, the kernels on the ear of corn. We go into the corn and we check them. And if they are dry, the, ears, the kernel on the ears, um, if it's dried, um, then we are ready to go. We have the nutritionist come out and check a couple of fields, look at the fields. We have my dad going out there and checking fields. He says all the fields are ready. So he said we can do any, any of them at any time now. So, so why didn't you start before Wednesday? Was it just because it was raining so much? Um, my dad was actually gone. Truth Yeah, he was doing the Pacific Crest Trail with his mules and his, uh, yeah. So Wow, that's hardcore. <laughs> He was doing that for a couple of days, and then uh, they went to the Pendleton Roundup for some fun first with my grandparents. So then, well, I, yeah. the weather probably wasn't good enough before then, anyway. Right. Uh, well, yeah, it pretty much rained, and yeah, so we he was a little antsy leaving, you know, but uh, <laughs> but it worked out. It, yeah. So we have a we're gonna start. I heard the chopper just fire up actually right now. So about, uh, about they, time uh, they're warming going. it up. Yep. Yeah, so. We got my uh, brother-in-law stacking, and we have my grandpa driving truck. We had my mom driving truck yesterday. I'll be driving truck. My dad chopping. Um, we got my sister sometime doing the truck, and we have a family friend that goes on the stack. We have a 
one of our employees on the stack. We have my uncle that goes on the stack. We got my cousin that goes on the stack. So it really is a, a family affair here. So well, if the chopper's warming up, we got to let you go here shortly. But let's let's talk through the process for people who aren't familiar with what chopping corn means. Because ultimately, I mean, you talked about the ears and drying the kernels down, and that's the bulk of the nutrition. But you guys are taking the whole plant. You're chopping it off, what, like a foot-ish off the ground. Right. It goes yeah. through the chopper. Everything gets chopped down to what, like a two-inch piece or smaller. Yeah, it's about an inch, yeah. And then you guys are going to ensile that, ultimately ferment it, um, to to save it for the cows to eat all winter long, but how right. does that go? It, you, your dad's out in in the chopper, and that blows it into the truck. Explain the process from there, because I think that's where people don't necessarily know what, where it goes. Right. So we uh, we have a a six head chopper, so it takes six rows at a time, and it just he just kind of steadily goes, and it uh, mul- I mean, it just basically mulches it up. And it shoots it through the spout into the dump box is what we do. Um, a lot of, you know, other people put it just directly into a truck, but we don't have enough trucks to do that. Um, so we usually, he usually stopped and waiting for just a short amount of time. And then he just, we just pull up right next to him, like a foot away. And he dumps right into the truck. And then we leave the field and he just keeps going. And we drive to the, to the back to the farm to the stack and we back up. And we just dump it out, and the stacker has a loader tractor, and he pushes it up uh, just a little. He just spreads it out over the entire stack, and they just keep packing it down. You want it to get it pretty good, nice and tight stack. So, yeah, you want to pack it down. The idea, then, is, the idea is to get the air out, right? Right. Yep. Right. Okay. So we'll be doing that, and then uh, we are almost filled up one of our bunkers. I think today we'll probably fill that up. Uh, and then we'll move over to the other side and you want to keep the stack fresh. So you got to keep putting new stuff on and, you know, within a couple days or a day, you kind of want to keep it. Otherwise it starts going bad on the top. Um, mm. so you want to keep it fresh. And so then, uh, we'll tarp it. We'll put, uh, a big, we put a, what we call it. It's a visqueen first. Mm. And it's like a really thin, it's kind of like, we kind of call it like saran wrap. So we put that first. And it lays down underneath the tarp and it kind of just like the heat comes up through the stack and it kind of just vacuum seals it uh, with this visqueen on top. Um, So then we do the visqueen and then we put the tarp on right after. And then we put tires or you can put on the covered bunker, we put hay on top so we can store hay on top of it. You just need something to weigh it down and keep the tarp on there enough to some people use like... uh, separated manure if that's a good option um but yeah so the the tractors pack it down squish all the air not only do they pile it up but then they pack it down by driving back and forth over it squish all the air out because you can't have air in there to ferment it and ensile it the way that you need to you cover it up to seal it up and then it's got to stay sealed at least for a few weeks before that could be opened up again as like preserved ensiled corn to start feeding the animals right Right, right. So we actually have, we talked to our nutritionist and we are actually going to be feeding some green corn um, because we ran out of corn now um, with the end of the year. So we just kind of covered up the last of our corn um, because it's not like you can stockpile the corn from your stack in a pile because it just goes bad. You have to feed it Mm -hmm. like all the time out of the stack. So you got to keep it fresh and 
Um, so we covered up what we had and, um, yeah, so it, the, we, we work really closely with the nutritionist to see what, you know, is going to work for cows and we don't want to have, you know, too much of the, one thing and another of this, you know, he has a whole science, he's got it all down. So we work very closely with him. How many people have their own nutritionist? Well, some do, but probably not a lot, but your cows all do. That's right. pretty sweet. <laughs> They eat better than us, I think. <laughs> by the way, yeah. fo- by the way, folks, we're talking with Ashton Bean Blossom. She's a what, fourth generation farmer. Yep. There, fourth yep. generation farmer, west of Linden at RTJ Farm. Check them out on Facebook if you want to see pictures and videos of what she's talking about, and pretty much anything else they do on the farm. If you go back in their feed, RTJ Farm, very simply on Facebook, you can find them. So you guys actually ran out of corn silage from last year. Well, we had a little bit left, um, but yeah, we pretty much got to the very end of it. We had a little bit left, but we couldn't really put it in a new pile to feed it out because, yeah, then it goes bad. So we just kind of had to cover it up, and it'll be at the end of the stack for, I mean, it's back there still. It's just a little, not much, a couple, I think we had like three days left. So, um, but yeah, you have to take what you're going to use for that day off the stack. Otherwise, it's just going to mold and rot and get pretty hot and nasty so you drove i know last night you, i was texting with you to, to see if you could come on the air this morning you drove truck until like eight o'clock last night or something you're driving truck all day today how how long are you guys going i mean you're just firing up now and i got i know i gotta let you go here but you how long yeah. are you guys going today well actually we're gonna stop early to, tonight because we have a uh, family pictures so we're oh, gonna be uh lucky stopping you. yeah so we're gonna be uh smiling and for the camera and we uh yeah we're gonna have to stop early and kind of are already texting with the family like okay so how long can we go (laughs) (laughs) what time who needs to shower? like we're you know we're all like we need a shower we need to you know get ready for these family pictures and we're all like okay well we can you know we want to go as long as we can because it's going to be nice uh good corn weather and so we're like yeah, so it's kind of a juggling act. Like, okay, you got to get your kids ready. You go and, you know, so, yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. What would you rather do, take family pictures or be out driving corn silage truck? Uh, corn silage truck, <laughs> actually. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, you know, a lot of people dread family pictures, but maybe it's a chance for you to get a break. But uh, There you go, yeah. Apparently we'll driving, well the kids cooperate. <laughs> driving silage truck isn't so bad after all or, or something. No, it's pretty easy, yeah. All right, again, Ashton Be- Bean Blossom out at RTJ Farm. Thanks for filling us in and all the nitty-gritty. Again, you can find these folks on Facebook, RTJ Farm, and I will let you go. Good luck out there in the field today and with the family pictures. Hey, thanks. We'll talk to you later.